0: All right, that was, that was a good pick for the fucking show opener, I gotta say. Uh, welcome to Swapcast, anyways. Just excited about our musical choices. Um, <laughs> yes, anyways, I uh, hope everybody is staying safe as possible during the quarantine. Uh, just trying to keep everybody updated on sex worker rights news, um, just because the country has mostly shut down and everything else is shut down. whorephobia phobia is rampant as ever, so I guess we should fucking talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right, um, so this is actually um, just a couple stories I have. I'm probably not going to read a single one of these articles straight through. What's more interesting, or I guess more relevant here, is the timelines, right? Because, of course, you know, I'm always obsessed with talking about interconnectedness of things and, you know, how things go down. So, um, yeah, right. So I guess we can start with, what's today's date? Does anybody know?
1: It's the 14th for about, um, uh,
0: 38 more minutes. The 14th. All right. Uh, all right. So, uh, if you follow sex worker rights at all, you probably know the name Layla Micklewaite. Yes, that Layla, the one we all hate. Uh, Layla works for Exodus Cry, which is a U.S.-based Christian anti-trafficking group and has been trying to get Pornhub shut down for a while. Um, So they had a petition um, March 11th, right? So it's now, you know, in May, so a couple months ago. So this has really sort of ramped up since March. They're trying to shut Pornhub down because some folks came out and said that they had been um, either trafficked, coerced into making videos, or were just straight up raped on film. And then their abusers then uploaded those videos to Pornhub. So, of course, the anti-trafficking movement cannot resist a grift and, you know, a way to sell their stories, even if that means it's at the expense of survivors of sexual abuse. So, of course, uh, the anti-trafficking lobby movement got into this and started saying, we need to ban Pornhub, right? So, so far, over 420,000 people have signed a petition to close the website and hold its executives accountable. If you remember, this is exactly what the fuck they did with um, Backpage right? They said, oh, it's a trafficking hub and everybody's being trafficked there. We need to shut it down because that's going to make people safe. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So if you remember with Backpage, which I've talked about, but just a little recap, thank God I make Twitter threads. So I have all my links <laughs> in the Twitter thread, right? Um, so uh, let's see. They shut down Backpage and uh, instilled SESTA-FOSTA, passed that as a policy, right? Making it difficult for sex workers to um, post ads online. Um, particularly on Backpage and a few other websites, and then as a result of that, this thread I made is from June of last year, 2019. I'm six twenty-four nineteen. This is what is what happened when sesta Fosta came into effect and Backpage went down. Uh, these are just headlines from a group of a uh, bunch of links I have. Reported crimes related to pimping and sex trafficking have more than tripled in 2018. Running Blind, IMPD, I believe that was Indiana uh, Metropolitan Police, arrests first suspected pimp in seven months. With Backpage gone, cases have dried up. Police are realizing SESTA-FOSTA made their job harder. Sex traffickers realizing it's made their job easier. That's from Tech Dirt. Uh, According to KPX5, which is a local station in San Francisco, while most violent crime is down in San Francisco, sex trafficking shot up 170% in 2018. Uh, a law enforcement officer in San Antonio uh, has arrested 296 people, which is a 58% increase. And then they also include a quote from a Lieutenant Jimmy Sides from the San Antonio police. I've seen a group of fresher faces, so that would make me think they're new to the street, probably from the Internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, um, and then, of course there was a, you know, I made this thread because people kept saying that if you shut down Backpage that you're gonna stop trafficking, and sex workers were like, no, it's only gonna make our job harder if you shut down Backpage because now we don't have a place to advertise, but in addition to that, Um, those workers who can't advertise online now have to go to street based work, which you know, a lot of sex workers in this era have never done. Uh, We live in the internet era. We live in the social media age. A lot of sex workers have never had to do street work before. They don't know uh, the best ways to stay safe in those situations. They don't know how to avoid ending up in situations where they're maybe being exploited um, by, you know, pimps and things like that. They don't know how to stay safe. And of course, traffickers, if someone is a human trafficker, they're not going to say, well. It was nice while it lasted, but now that I can't sell you on Backpage, I guess you can just go home. Obviously, sex, tra- sex traffickers aren't doing that. Shit goes underground, right? And so sex workers said this was happened. Nobody listened. SESTA-FOSTA passed. Backpage went down, and that was the end result of that, right? And now that's exactly what they're trying to do with Pornhub using the same exact arguments. It's a, It's a place where everybody like almost everybody's on it is trafficked it's a trafficking hub and so now 420,000 people um in as well as people in the industry including Layla from Exodus Cry are trying to shut down um Pornhub which is like that's not going to actually again it's going to put shit underground again which you know is only going to make things worse um has argued that a failure to verify age and consent of those depicted is facilitating abuse of women and minors. Uh, The petition is not only targeting Pornhub, but also its parent company, MindGeek. Uh, In 2019 alone, Pornhub had over 42 billion visits, which equates to 115 million visits per day. It generates millions in advertising and membership revenue. Yes. Right. Uh, And, you know, I'm not going to dispute that um, there. I mean, there absolutely have been videos where uh, things were non-consensually done to someone and it was uploaded to Pornhub. Um, I don't think that you can ever really stop that when it comes to online things, Um, you know, even as much as you try or as much as you try to make protocols to avoid it. And I don't think that excuses Pornhub having those videos up. But I do think that saying because it happened, we need to close down Pornhub, especially when so many sex workers lost their ability to advertise. They went to sites like Pornhub after SESTA-FOSTA they didn't know where else to go. Um, So that's a bad thing. And now uh, OnlyFans is gradually kicking sex workers off the platform. So sex workers are being deplatformed there as well. So sex workers are finding fewer and fewer places to go. Now, what's interesting is that this petition was, what did I say, was May? Yeah. Yeah, in May, right? And since then, uh, (laughs) there's been more and more uh, call for Pornhub to be shut down and using words of people whose non-consensual videos were put up on Pornhub But now these people are coming forward saying, I'm not saying what the anti-trafficking industry wants me to say anymore. So now they've been ignoring me. They're leaving me behind, which is typical. We've heard that a lot. Um, But in addition to that, I just find this timing to be interesting because now, uh, May 7th, so this was a couple days ago, uh, on BBC.com, there was an article saying that credit card companies should freeze subscriptions on porn sites. Right. Now, keep in mind, this is exactly replicating what happened with Backpage. It was, oh, there's trafficking online. Focus on the largest uh, place where sex workers congregate and post ads and post content and start from there. Right. So uh, a letter Seen by the BBC, signed by more than 10 campaigners and campaign groups, says porn sites uh, increase sexual violence, incest and racism. Since when did people care about racism? All right. Uh, And stream content that features uh, child sexual abuse and sex trafficking. One leading site Pornhub said the letter was not only factually wrong, but intentionally misleading. But the letter was sent to 10 major credit card companies, including the Big Three, Visa, MasterCard, and American Express. The signatories from countries, including the UK, US, India, Uganda, and Australia, have all called for immediate suspension of payments to pornographic sites. Now, if you ask the aunties why they're doing this, they'll say because they're trying to protect uh, people who have been trafficked so that no one can pay to watch content of uh, trafficked people being raped on film. Which, yes. I...
1: Yes. Okay. So, how do you know someone being trafficked is one of the people putting up paid content? Because I, right now, I can turn the camera on myself, take my pants off, masturbate in front of it, and upload it. And it actually won't be paid content. You won't need a credit card to access it. And they probably won't even put an ad before it. It's just like, oh, look, another fucking guy... Uh, cranking it up, but like I, I can do that right now. Right, no credit card needs to be involved, and it's like somebody uploading some kid shit. Like they're probably just gonna do, they're just gonna upload it. Mm-hmm. Like, are they really going to... Because you have to go through those channels and attach your name to it because it is business. Right. It's like Patreon. Patreon has my social security number because mm-hmm. it's business. Mm-hmm. It's like, so are people do putting up child pornography really going to put their social security fucking number on it?
0: Yeah. And I think that's the thing is um, Pornhub and that... <sighs> can aunties uh so Pornhub has been cracking down on who can post content and how and they've been updating like their terms of service and things like that and now that because they're updating it the aunties are like look they're deleting their old pages because they changed the policies for the better I might add um but you know yeah um so yeah it's just honestly wild that they're doing that in uh so they're trying to do that now. And, of course, keep this timeline in mind, right? So May is the petition to shut down Pornhub. or I'm sorry, March is the petition to shut down Pornhub. May, all of a sudden, there's this call for credit cards to uh, freeze accounts, which also then, this also means consensual sex workers have nowhere to go, and they were would have gone to OnlyFans, but OnlyFans is kicking sex workers off the platform because every fucking platform that got popular for sex workers ends up fucking them over in the end. Right. 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 Happens all the time. Um, so now... In addition to that, just incidentally, I'm sure it's totally unrelated, that an article came out, uh, when was this, May 7th, saying uh, that we need to not allow uh, credit card subscriptions to porn companies. May 12th, an article came out where Catholic bishops are calling for the U.S. federal government to crack down on porn. I'm sure those things are unrelated, don't you think? (laughs) <laughs> it's weird when feminists in the Catholic Church Get together to fuck over other women <clears throat> uh, So this was in, uh, on A letter originally uh, From April 30th Calling on U.S. Attorney, Attorney General William Barr to call on the Trump administration to confront the ongoing Harms wrought by the porno- pornography industry And saying that the use of porn Has spiked during the coronavirus pandemic in the letter, the bishops wrote the current pandemic is exacting a heavy and widespread emotional, social, and financial toll on our communities. I mean, probably less than decades of raping children and having to pay out hush money, but, you know, yep. also this.
1: You said, a, a, what, an archbishop with the Catholic Church? The, said? the
0: like, the, um, the the conference of bishops. It's like all the bishops get together and, like, make it, like, a universal... Oh. Yeah.
1: A whole fucking, a conference of bishops. and yes. So that's just, like, out of the Vatican, then. That's not a specific city or state.
0: America. All just, the bishops in America.
1: Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I, I mean, I'm just because th- it's like, so they want to stop the trafficking. They go to the cat Like, it's almost like <laughs> you're trolling. Right. You went to the Catholic Church. Right. Like, yeah, all institutions have rape culture and pedophilia. Anything with patriarchy in it is going to have rape culture and pedophilia. Yeah. But you went to the Catholic Church. Right. Right. They're the most publicly fucking known for it. Yep. I mean, only really in like just the past decade did it really come to light that, um, that, uh, Jewish rabbis were sucking the blood out of oh, baby
0: dicks and giving that's them. Not new. Just people outside the Jewish community didn't know that. Like outside yeah. of like the ultra Orthodox communities didn't know that yeah.
1: Yeah, to like, uh, to basically to ignorant fucks like me. Mm. You know, and that was actually gross the way I said that. They were, cause they, during the bris, the what's it called? Circumcision. They yeah, cut the, the circumcision. The bris, yeah. They suck the blood out with their fucking mouth. Yeah. And then, how did your mouth get herpes? All right, fucking. Yes. This is swapcast. <laughs> this
0: is swapcast. Oh um, yes, that was a thing. Which actually, they only that, and that's the reason that it even came to light outside of those communities. Anyway, is because the those rabbis were giving the struck. herpes to the kids. And yeah, and they were dying the, because a yeah. baby
1: can't handle fucking herpes. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, but anyways, (laughs) Swapcast. Yes, as you could tell, we're fucking news nerds in here. Um, yeah. yeah, Like, leftists don't forget anything. No. Like, we just, yeah. Because we actually give a shit. My bad, this is Swapcast. Yeah, our fucking logo should be the elephants. (laughs) Fuck the GOP for having elephants. Because those like elephants never forget. Like, we should be the fucking elephants. Yeah,
1: when they literally run on forgetting.
0: They do. (sighs) Um... So, the letter noted that in a March 27th reflection, Pope Francis affirmed our common belonging as brothers and sisters in the midst of crisis and reminded us that despite distancing and isolation, we are on the same boat and called to row together. Pornography is the antithesis of this. Remember then, remembering and loving our human brothers and sisters, it objectifies them and exploits them. Okay. Mm hmm. And then uh, they also mentioned that the uh, Utah, which, of course, is known for having Mormons, uh, issued a public health crisis of pornography. And then 14 other states. Wow. Wild. So many of them are in the South. Arkansas, Arizona, Arizona, Florida, Idaho, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Missouri, Montana, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, South Dakota, Tennessee, and Virginia have since followed suit. Um, right. So now it's just interesting that radfems, who are a huge part of the... Um, The anti-sex work movement. So, like, Julie Bindle and that and whatnot. Because I think it was... Well, let me see. I have this here. Uh, Yesterday, Julie Bindle put out an, uh, an article on The Spectator saying there's nothing empowering about the sex work on OnlyFans, which, who gives a fuck? Sex work is a job. It doesn't have to be empowering. Most of us aren't empowered. Fuck that, like, framing of it. Um... But so it's just as usual, interesting to see how all these things are dovetailing together in order to get Pornhub shut down and push OnlyFans to kick all sex workers off the platform, which again leaves sex workers in a situation where they don't have places where they can, um, you know, advertise, places where they can sell content, which is going to put sex workers in a precarious position because there's a you know a reason that most people are in sex work, and it's because other forms of labor are not. Uh, adequate for paying bills and for survival in this, you know, white supremacist, patriarchal capitalist society that we live in. And so it's just really interesting that you have rad films like Julie Bindle advocating for this. You have Protestants like Layla Le- McElwhite with these uh, religious anti-trafficking orgs. And you have the actual Catholic Church itself all coming together to denounce, you know, Pornhub and OnlyFans and pornography in general and claiming that they're doing it to protect people from sex trafficking. Meanwhile under you know the catholic church obviously they don't have an issue with child sexual abuse as a whole like sorry that's just coming from leadership down deal with it um you know i don't care if i'm offending people when i say that that's just true um, and I'm just saying that as somebody who actually has standing in the Catholic Church, like the leadership does not care about sexual abuse of children. Otherwise, these scandals would not have gone on the way they did. Uh, when it comes to, you know, the, the Protestant Christian aspect of it, when it comes to these anti-trafficking orgs, what they want is for police to arrest sex workers, and then they give them books about Jesus, right? It's shown when they show pictures of what their kids look like. Uh, when it says, oh, we, you know, rescued 10 girls, and it turns out that, you know, these girls are, you know, 19-year-old women who are now locked in a jail cell and they have flip-flops and books about Jesus and that's supposed to save them. And even when it comes to, like, radfems who are allegedly supposed to be on the opposite side of these uh, Christian uh, anti-trafficking orgs, right, because they're still very pro-patriarchy and still very, um, you know, misogynistic in their own ways and their own, you know, particular belief systems. But even radfems are agreeing. And even though radfems, like the links I read about earlier... When they pushed their ending of SESTA-FOSTA to protect women, it was pointed out time and time and time again that sex trafficking actually increased. The number of outdoor workers increased. The inability to screen increased. The inability to pick and choose clients or what particular sex acts uh, workers wanted to engage in decreased. Right? The overall safety decreased. And yet somehow, all these people who want to help exploited women uh, get out of the sex trade are at openly advocating for policies that hurt us all and you know anyone who f- has been following sex workers and sex worker rights is not surprised by this but I just wanted to really talk about this uh, not only to point out once again how you know rad femmes religious organizations and conservatives work together when it comes to shitting on marginalized women because let's face it a lot of sex workers have uh, you know disabilities or health issues that prevent working straight jobs they have um, you know a lot of sex workers are not white a lot of sex workers are trans you know marginalized in other ways and, you know, not only shitting on more marginalized women, but also the fucking timeline, right? So one starts in March. Another, The second article about um, uh, Layla McElwaite uh, fighting Pornhub was in April. Then in um, the end of April, the bishops come forward with their shit. Now in May, Julie Bindle's writing about how OnlyFans is harmful. Right? One after another after another. Look at that fucking time frame. That is not a coincidence. They're going hard um, to end Pornhub and OnlyFans. They're going hard at the credit companies. And it's just really interesting in a course of three months that radfems, um, Christian-based rescue organizations and agencies, and the Catholic Church have all come together on a unified position when it comes to how to treat people in the sex work industry that's not a fucking accident. These people are working together. And so, you know, those that needs to be addressed as a unified front and unified team. And I think that a lot of people hesitate to do that. because, like, well, you know, a rad femme like Julie Bindle, right, is on that turf shit, too, right? Like they don't, uh, you know, but they are opposed to patriarchy, right? Like the Catholic Church is opposed to trans people because God created a gender binary and we have to do it because it's God's will. And, you know, women have to have babies and men have to be the head of household what the fuck ever, right? But a rad femme like Julie Bindle is saying, oh, well, but that's just men in dresses trying to infiltrate women's spaces. Women need freedom, you know, and patriarchal oppression. So it sounds like on a base level they have opposite uh, ideologies on the spectrum of things, but when it comes to oppressing more marginalized women and telling them how to fuck, how to make money, and how to live, suddenly they're in fucking lockstep best friends having fucking tea together and i think that you know we just really need to address that aspect of it they all came together at roughly the same time with the same fucking mission and that's not a fucking coincidence
1: and yeah and we've said that before like the corporatization of uh, the ideology of feminism has basically made these uh, famous feminists are basically just pro patriarchy which mm-hmm. is why, like, I meant when I started getting with social media and I followed a whole bunch of feminists, I realized that almost everything is just about trying to find a partner. Like, everyone's just talking about dating and yeah. fucking. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, what about helping children come up in, no. with a feminist ideology to be anti-patriarchy? Yep. And it's like, no, it's just about dating and fucking and getting married.
0: Yep. A lot of mainstream feminism is like that, which <laughs> this isn't even related to sex worker rights, but it's just um, like hilarious to me. So I'm going to mention it is um, there's like a white liberal feminist, I guess, in the UK and was basically like arguing with a guy who um, said that if you are a person who has like a housekeeper who comes in and cleans your house and you're in Corona, if you can afford that, you should like just send them money and clean your own fucking house. And a bunch of like white, like middle class feminists were like, it is killing me to clean my own house i have teenagers and they don't clean i need someone to clean my house and it's like come it clean your own motherfucking house <laughs> and they were like well i don't have time because i have to work at home now like everybody else is fucking working too shut the fuck up and do your goddamn dishes like yeah and they're like well he's a childless man what does he know and it's like, how to fucking do dishes apparently because his housekeeper didn't come over <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking wild. But yeah, I just, you know, I I can't reiterate enough that as much as, you know, these people claim to have completely different ideologies when it comes to um, maintaining a social hierarchy, it's always the same people at the bottom. Right. So it's going to be trans women. It's going to be black women, disabled women, uh, native women, um, poor women. Right. When it comes to being able to shit on them they're they're suddenly together they suddenly find common ground because even though these policies have proved time and time and time again to be harmful they don't care they keep pushing them right sesta fosta went in effect trafficking went up hmm, should we repeal sesta fosta no we should make it harder
1: and like and to make a like when they so the only fans right your sex workers yep. using only fans and pornography hub I don't know why I like the word pornography over porn. I don't know, like you sound like a pornography. Yeah. You know? Give me my smoking jacket. It. Yeah. And, uh, but fucking, they have to set that up themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You go in, you get your smart device or laptop, desktop computer, and you're setting that up. Mm-hmm. But then also setting your own prices, right? Like you yeah. can be like, I'll sell this one for 99 bucks. I'll sell this one for 9 bucks. I'll sell this one for 99 cents. It's right. my business, my price. I mm-hmm. set it up. Yeah. So. And they kind of have to move forward to do that. That's a forward step. Because you are where you are. But then you're like, huh, I'm going to go into business for myself and step forward. And I'm going to set my own price for my labor. Yep. So what I would say to these white feminists that want to shut them down, that they're leaning in and knowing their worth. Yep. Aren't they? But you don't actually want people to lean in and know their worth. You want women to be like men, which is why Hillary Clinton is the fucking white feminist icon of all times.
0: Hashtag Pantsuit Nation.
1: Fucking sick fucks. Yep. And yep. yeah, fuck, fuck the lot of you. Uh, this is Swapcast. <laughs> this is
0: Swapcast. But yeah, so I just wanted to bring that up. And so, you know, if you do use a Pornhub or anything else where... People are paying a monthly fee or a credit card subscription. You might want to consider that that's going to be removed uh, as a source of income and maybe try to find somewhere else to go um, if possible, you know. But, I, you know, again, I think I said it earlier, but that's just like a common tread when it comes to sex workers, right? Like sex workers push PayPal and then Venmo, right?
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: fucking Cash App, fucking OnlyFans. Yeah, a lot of like, social media, uh, type things that sex workers promote end up ultimately, uh, pushing sex workers off after they, you know, blow up, and it's just really gross in that aspect that keeps happening, but, yeah, but, yeah, so just keep in mind that, um, Pornhub is gonna be the next one to go, well, try, they're gonna try to make it to be the next one to go, we'll see what happens, which is also interesting, and I know I did a previous swapcast about it, and I don't have the article in front of me, and I'm not gonna look for it, but just as a super brief recap that, um, uh, Backpage, they tried to get Backpage shut down as being this like this hub of trafficking, and they just didn't care that you know there were like underage, uh, you know, ads and stuff on Backpage. Backpage was actually working very closely with a lot of law enforcement, including the FBI, but none of that got like explained when Backpage got shut down. It wasn't explained in the um, like the way the media framed it. They were just like, oh, the CEOs of Backpage don't care, but actually CEOs would bring ads to law enforcement and be like, does this person seem underage to you? Like, does this ad seem legit? like trying to fucking crack down on trafficking but you know it's more convenient to frame things a certain way for certain people.
1: <laughs> yeah, and now and these people call themselves rescue orgs, right? Yes,
0: rescue organizations abolitionists, which I fucking hate the term abolitionists.
1: Yes, what do you think is the most accurate, right? Like we call um the people who call themselves pro-lifers, I don't respect that. I call them forced birthers. Yeah. It's like um, is there language that you already have in your head that you call these people?
0: Um, I don't have a specific term for that. I just call them anties. Yeah. Um, because they're ant—because like they're anti everything. They're anti sex work, anti trans, anti women, anti economic equality, anti anti fucking factual fucking narratives. They're just anti everything. Because like, because this is the thing ultimately with them is like. They get millions upon millions of dollars to work with law enforcement, right? So there's all this money to go into these fucking human trafficking stings. And then, well, you know, I talked about earlier with Robert Kraft, right? You had the trafficking, and then they're like, oh, just kidding. It was actually, like, people consensually in sex work as much as one can consent under capitalism. So that's a different conversation. Um, but it's like, you know, they're not fucking, like, oh, we rescued... You know, it's not like the movie Taken, where there's just, like, 25 girls just you know on heroin and chained to a bed getting fucked by like 87 dudes a day
1: yeah that's
0: not what's happening you know that's the
1: prison system right here (laughs) like with the i don't know if you know this let's just a reminder folks male guards work in women's prisons all right
0: yeah but they're more but they're more concerned about trans inmates being in female prisons like like uh trans women being in female prisons than Male prison guards being in female prisons, so, you know, priorities. Um, But that's the thing. is, So, like, there's literally millions upon millions of dollars that go to these organizations. And, like, they, they have these huge numbers. Like, there's, like, millions of people being trafficked every year. And, like, thousands of girls underage are being trafficked every day. And it's like, well, then where the fuck are they? You have all this money. Where are they? Find them. But instead of that, they spend their money doing shit like this, trying to get Pornhub shut down. Um, trying to get back page shut down, trying to, you know, fuck with different sex workers and push all these different, um, you know, theories about, like, every person who has a sex work account on Twitter is actually a pimp. Okay. You know, (laughs) and, you know, that sort of thing. But it's like, where's the help? Where is the, um, you know, you could do job training, like you could, you know, there are, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, occupations where you can train someone in a, in a relatively short amount of time, six months to a year. Why are you not all these women that you're allegedly asked? Why aren't you sending them to phlebotomy school? You can get a phlebotomy degree in less than a year and come out making a decent amount of money. If they are having um like health issues, like mental health issues or physical health issues that are preventing them from being able to hold a straight job. Why aren't you getting, why aren't you fucking sending them to Mayo Clinic? You have all this money. You know, if they are taking care of other people and like, you taking care of like a sick person or a sick child i know a lot of sex workers who have kids who have disabilities and they can't you know they need the flexible schedule as well as you know like a minimum wages and cutting it where the fuck is you where the fuck is your advocacy to get their kids on disability and get that disability money like what the you know what i mean uh, like you have all this money what the fuck are you doing with it
1: and these are orgs Yes. Yeah. so they're 501c3 yes or 501c4 however the fuck they mm-hmm. registered yeah um are they now because of that are, are can they be audited yeah, um, how does one go about get uh, making that happen?
0: Um, you can contact the IRS. I mean, because they're five hundred one c threes, they have like their shit listed. But like, if you look at it, because it's not going to like job training or whatever, or yeah. like you know, like with COVID, people are like, please fucking put sex workers up in hotel rooms. So they don't have to work right now. Like, especially street, but like, please put that, they won't fucking do it. Like, I think it was Polaris. They were like, we're going to put 12 sex workers in a room and it's like, your operating budget is like $3 million a year. Go fuck yourself. Mm. You know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, but they'll, because like they break it down. It's all like administrative fees and like bullshit. Like one of these religious orgs, almost half of their shit goes to buying like religious fuckery, like fucking Bibles and like your purpose in life shit. That's what their money gets spent on because they give it to girls who get arrested to try to save them because that's their ministry or whatever. But it doesn't go to actually, like, a Bible doesn't feed you. So, like, <laughs> you know? should we
1: be, like, leading a call for anyone and everyone who's down with us, associates with us, to be contacting the IRS and calling for audits of these orgs?
0: I mean, we can. I'm not sure that it would be helpful. Why? Uh, just because they are technically operating within legal bounds. Yeah. Um, but also because just the mood of this country is that it's better to give a sex worker a bible than a straight job like because mm. the government doesn't care about saving sex workers either if they did they wouldn't have fucking passed SESTA FOSTA like uh, you know
1: I have another idea yes what if we grift it okay pretend to be an anti-org mm. but just then take all the money and then just actually fucking help
0: <laughs> um I think that would be difficult because we would get shut out Um, from donors because we would actually be helping people
1: oh no yeah get all the money first get the three million (laughs) you know but then now that you have the three million i don't know about you but i have no idea like i can't i can barely imagine twenty thousand (laughs) dollars yes like i mean shit look at what we did
0: with masks with like four hundred (laughs) dollars right um total income for um polaris project is 13 million dollars a year 13 fucking
1: damn million every single year yeah and somehow these motherfuckers have not abolished the sex work industry yep with 13 fucking damn goddamn million fucking dollars
0: yep and they are 501c3 yeah uh let's see so um 8 million of their 8 million of the 13 comes from because again they're 501c3 if you go to th- like um like give.org i know there's other websites because it's a 501c3 they have to have this information publicly available so i'm on uh that give org right now uh polaris project this is for the 2016 the year that ended 2016 uh their total income was 13 million um this out of this money uh 2 million was in kind contributions 1.3 million was government grants and contracts 48,000 was for training um 8 million was grants and contributions
1: i like how the the, the biggest chunk of number is uh nothing specific yep, yep. like the smaller 48,000 for training yep 8 million hey i just want you to have it Yep, (laughs) and who is the sadist that gave that? Is that private information? Yeah, you can't see private donors. Ooh, motherfucker! Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. there, that's some dark. And then, like, so who is that? Right? Oh, um... Like, actually, we should just start publicly guessing and throwing names out there. Ellen oh, DeGeneres, who's funding, is that you? Who's funding it?
0: Yeah, Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. A lot of celebrities fund shit like this. Do you remember the fucking, um... Oh, shit. Back- Amy Schumer and Ashton, Ashton Kutcher?
1: Yeah, and I think Lisa Kudrow was against sex workers'
0: rights. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing, is cause because these people have standing and they have the money that actual, like, sex worker-based orgs don't, um they get to like celebrities first and get like in their ear of it because they'll say things like, oh, like 85% of people in the sex trade are like there by coercion and traffic, which is of course also. So when they say like things like they're coerced, like that's really like disingenuous, right? So what they'll mean is like, we did a survey of sex workers and they said they would rather be doing something else as would pretty much everybody under capitalism. But because it's sex work, they're like, oh, they're being trafficked because they don't want to be here. And it's like, that's not this same as sex trafficking but you knew that you know um and so like you know they'll come up because I mean if somebody came if you knew nothing about sex work sex trafficking the sex industry consensual sex work and somebody said the average age of entry into prostitution is 13 years old and 85 percent of people in the industry are trafficked yeah okay and it's a 501c3 org it's professional people they're people who get government grants they're people who train law enforcement officers uh Polaris Project recently had a um like a thing where they started training like hotel workers and shit to spot signs of human trafficking which really means just be fucking racist and uh ableist um you know like this person didn't look at me and talk to me enough Mm, must be a traffic victim shut up um but you know shit like that and it's like so if that's the person who gets to you first, yeah, that's what you're, you're like, you're actually going to believe that shit. But you don't know that when they say like the average age, uh, average entry age is 13, you don't know that they're quoting um, like a misleading, a misleading line from a study that was specifically about underage workers who said their average entry age was 13 because the oldest person in the study was 17.
1: Wait, what? it was 17? For some reason in my head, it was 16.
0: It might have been 16. I thought it was 17. But yeah. yeah, so we'll like, have to check it. Yeah, but like that type of shit. Or like, oh, they don't tell you that uh, part of their like their definition of trafficking and coercion means I would rather be doing something else that's different than there's literally a pimp forcing me to like the guy in the first segment. Right. Who's like I, a gorilla pimp, beat the shit out of these girls. That's a very different scenario, you know, and so it's like, yeah, that type of shit.
1: I'm actually, like, legitimately afraid of the electricity going out while yes. we're trying to record. We should probably actually end it, though, because uh, of that. Wait, yeah. you have anything left?
0: Uh, no, not really.
1: What? Uh, what What? What? are we missing? There's something. There's always oh. something. No, I
0: was just going to look at their... I was trying to see real quick if I could find their, um... How much they get paid to train people. Um, because I know they started working with, like, all the the Hilton hotels. Which I think includes, like, uh, Hyatt, um... What's the other fucking one? Um can't remember the name of the chain now I think Ramada there's like 20 different hotel chains under like Hilton and they're all like pretty popular chains all uh, Hampton Inn is under Hilton um, and things like that and so they started training them and I just wanted to see if I could find the uh, how much they get paid to train people and I don't see it off the top of my head ah. but yeah but yeah so it's like for all this you know there's millions of people in trafficking and everybody who's in sex work is a fucking victim it's weird how there's so many prostitution arrests of sex workers but not pimps and human traffickers, or how these people who get arrested for being prostitutes end up keeping charges or having to go to diversion programs because they're not actually classified as human trafficking victims at the end of the day, right? And it's like, you have all this money, you could be doing things, but you're not. You're spending it on fucking administration fees and trying to lobby for policy that further endangers sex workers, which will... Uh, ensure that you get to keep pushing your bad rhetoric because this is creating a never ending um, money pit for you really. So
1: to kind of put a fine point on it like obviously they're getting paid like a motherfucker like yeah. these are basically rich people now yeah. and rich for doing what? Um, taking women from sex work and getting them right th- I guess they could go to jail get locked mm-hmm. in prison and whatnot. Mm-hmm. so getting thrown into a rape cage mm-hmm. um A torturous rape cage Mm -hmm. and or ending up in a factory that collapses and kills every fucking body Uh, we were both looking at that story before we knew each other yeah that
0: was in uh, Bangladesh they did a raid um, and saved uh, girls from a brothel and then put them to work in a sweatshop and because the sweatshop was like poorly constructed it collapsed and pretty much everybody inside died
1: so on some level they're not um, abolitionist orgs or um, what? What's the other word?
0: Sex trafficking
1: uh, rescue rescue orgs. Yeah, these are misogynistic orgs.
0: Yeah, these well, are
1: orgs that hate women and hurt women.
0: I think that um, Christoph probably summed it up inadvertently. Uh, Nicholas Christoph, he wrote uh, half the sky because there's like some goofy quote that like women hold up half the sky or some goofy shit. Um, and he used to work with Somali mom and Somali mom had an org where she was rescuing sex workers, but apparently was lying about the conditions they were working in because like there was a, some young woman who had like an eye tumor and had surgery. And so, you know, you could like, her eye was kind of like messed up from having the tumor, but Somali mom put this girl on camera and like basically like fabricated this entire story that like she worked in a brothel and her pimp got pissed off at her and stabbed her in the eye. And she had to keep seeing clients like while her fucking eye was like bleeding all over and shit. And like, she had a fucking... Anyways, yeah, that's what of shit. the clients are into, right? <laughs> and so, like, none of that should happened and you know, whatever. But Nicholas Krasnov was very big there, but he inadvertently at one point had an article where he really told on himself, and he basically said that there's dignity in labor, even if it's sweatshop labor, and that like living in a slum in a third world country and having to pick your food out of a garbage heap and going to work in a sweatshop for you know twelve cents an hour is um, more dignified than being a sex worker. Like he actually came out and said that, and I was like, you've clearly never been hungry a fucking day in your life and you've never lived in a slum and you've always had you know indoor plumbing (laughs)
1: like see i swear to fuck man if we had the budget to do investigative journalism nicholas kristoff this is a american person he's
0: american he writes for the new york times like all the time he's like a well-known guy
1: i want to know if anywhere in this motherfucker's lineage or social circles are people that were actually registered members of the john birch society Cause that is their ideology on poverty, in a, a what they call a nutshell. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't Jesus be surprised. Christ, yeah. Because yeah. they say, um, well, the John Birch Society, which is, um, if you, I, and I know this may seem weird because for those that know some about the John Birch Society, they're real, you know, suit and tie, button up folks, you know, real respectable like. But if you actually know the shit that Alex Jones says outside of the stuff that goes viral, mm-hmm. Alex Jones is pure John Birch. He's Birchy as shit. Yeah. You know, and um, yeah, that's what that sounds like, because in their ideology, um, uh, what the reason why welfare is bad. It, it doesn't have to do with uh, big buck Negroes buying steaks with a, with a food stamp card. Mm-hmm. It's because God wants them to be poor. Right. And that's just the natural order of things. Oh, I
0: mean, just keep in mind, this guy has won two Pulitzer Prizes.
1: Yeah, I'll fucking, I'll, I'll pull a lick on them prizes or whatever. <laughs> like Whatever kind of wordplay you can apply to, I want to yeah. hurt this person. I don't want to hurt this This is Swapcast We don't say Irresponsible things like that Yeah I've been holding back On saying so much shit Yeah Oh Oh, yeah I know Yeah I
0: know Yeah there's a lot There's a lot to it There's a lot to say But yeah So yeah that's Nicholas Kristoff But I'll I'll try to find The article And uh, pull up the quote But yeah it was There's more dignity In working in a Living in a slum And working in a swap shop Than doing sex work And it's like Well all right.
1: all right. And uh, there, you got to hear my goofy fucking voice on two <laughs> back-to-back episodes of Swapcast. Yes. And I'll try not to riff too much on these. This is a separate program, but I am here engineering and the microphone is on and we can feed off of each other. Right. As it tends to go.
0: As it tends to go. Yeah.
1: Until we can fucking, um, I mean, we did hire um, the Fury uh, mm-hmm. and Chelsea Springler under the wine cellar to do a program and maybe if uh you know if more funding comes into the wine cellar we can hire you know someone to actually be phoenix collider swap cast co-host
0: that'd be kind of fun
1: yeah we just need you but you need the right person a person whose schedule already works well with uh with phoenix collider schedule Mm -hmm. you know and already has you know yeah we want we do want an echo chamber Because the echo chamber means we already agree on this base set of things, and now we can just constructively discuss how to build on that that's mm-hmm. why I like echo chambers yes yeah cause if you go in disagreeing on the base set of things you can't even begin talking about building yet cause you don't even agree on what the circumstances are or why they are as they are mm-hmm. so we need the echo chamber for the base things I'm raising my voice this is Swapcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: yeah I'm trying to fucking uh so yeah it was a 2009 article in uh Oh, New York Times won't let me read it cause they suck paywalls um i think sweatshops are worse than commonly perceived uh-huh yes uh my point is that as bad as sweatshops are the alternatives are worse they're more danger god damn it he deleted it oh that's bullshit it started letting me read hold on did a screenshot super fast okay okay i think i got it. oh
1: like it just got deleted
0: I didn't, I don't think it just got deleted, but like the link is broken and like it's super slow to load and when it loads all the way, it deletes it. So I think I just got the screenshot while it was like loading. So I think I got it. Um, so this is from, uh, January, 2009, uh, and this is like about my sweatshop column. Uh, I'm just about the only person in America who favors sweatshops. Like, that's the opening line. Wait, you,
1: you really think you're the only one?
0: <laughs> I also bad. Oh,
1: you have some interesting company.
0: Uh, and I expect a few brickbats for my Thursday column. The Thursday column was the one I tried to get before, but it's still up yet. It's behind the paywall. Let me clarify a couple things. First, I don't deny the criticisms that are usually made of sweatshops, unhealthy conditions, abuses, low wages, and so on. Indeed, I think sweatshops are often commonly worse than perceived. So they're worse than perceived, but you still favor them.
1: Wait a sec. Should we, um... How much is it to get on the other side of that paywall? I don't know. Should we just invest? Because people do fund us. Yeah. We can just take. We just pull it from the wine cellar media. I can use the Venmo.
0: I just don't want to give money to the New York Times.
1: That's the thing. But how how else do you get the info to the people? Right? Like, we don't want to give money to oil companies, but we have to drive the core. We do. Yeah.
0: Maybe. Let me see. I think there was a way to get around it. Like, with a clear cash, somehow you can do
1: it oh because like they only let you see like three articles a day for free or so oh a and month, you already yeah. looked at that many new york times articles yeah. today jesus Christ. yeah we might as well just get it no us a- oh,
0: it's a month not a day
1: oh in a month yeah yeah so let's just find out how much a subscription is and um and mm-hmm. do it because then we can bring we can bring yeah. the people the shit
0: yeah oh yeah but th- anyway i'm just gonna do this one line my point is as bad as sweatshops are the alternatives are worse they're more dangerous lower paying and more degrading
1: God damn those fucking low sex work prices.
0: Yeah. hmm Which is like, all right, well, okay. And
1: there may be some very low survival sex work prices, yeah. or like, um, uh, folks that might, uh, I know, I know, crack cocaine still exists. It's out right. there still, and mm-hmm. yeah, somebody um charging for that might be charging a significantly um lower price. Right. Well, yeah, but I mean,
0: that even exists, that
1: person, but... I'd like to ask them, would you rather that or a sweatshop?
0: Well, right. And I think that's the thing, too, is that's something that's not necessarily considered is even if you're working, um, you know, doing survival, like, sex work, even at a lower income, you still have more flexibility as far as, like, times and schedules. Like, you may not be able to afford to take a day off, but you can take a two-hour break. (laughs) Like, Hmm. if you work in a sweatshop, you you can't take a two-hour break, right? You know, you can't uh, work in different places. You can't fucking leave where you work, right? And then also, in addition to that, it's, you know when you're dealing with on on site abuses like who do you tell like your boss who's a fucking who runs a sweatshop okay right and you, you said know?
1: a 2 hour break shit I don't work in a sweatshop. As far as a person in po- poverty, I'm in relatively privileged poverty, which mm-hmm. sounds oxymoronic as all <laughs> shit, but uh, <laughs>
0: yes.
1: fucking I can't take a damn two hour break. Right. I get a 15 and a 30. Yeah. And uh, keep in mind, the 15 and a 30 start the moment you step away from the line. Yeah. So the time it takes to walk to and from the cafeteria count against your break time.
0: Yep. Yeah. Shit, that's sex assuming, workers
1: get two-hour breaks?
0: I mean, yeah, you can take a break. Or, you um, know, especially if you're doing, like, street-based work. And it's like, yeah, you can fucking, you know, you can take time. And I think that's, you know, something that's huge. And just, you know, other things, too. Again, you can, you know, to a certain extent, charge your own rates, you know. And you, you know. I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh, it's, like, the greatest thing ever. And it's empowering. Because, like, you know, it's labor. It doesn't Empowering is irrelevant to labor rights people deserve rights for their labor regardless it's just like this whole like if you think that you know somehow sucking dick for money is like more disgusting than working in a sweatshop for 14 hours a day if you have that opinion i would like to know that you have done both of those things dependent on your survival like i will not eat today and i will not have uh somewhere to sleep indoors if i don't do this job like both of those jobs like i'm just saying and i'm pretty sure this dude has never done either of those jobs
1: yeah you know what yeah that's the thing like uh god I, you know what I, I feel myself about to get this is swapcast. i was about <laughs> to say some tacky ass wine cellar shit oh,
0: okay
1: yeah because i was about to be like fucking all right so all men that want to call yourselves allies to women you're gonna have to experience this so that you know it so you're gonna have to get out there rock some cocks so that you actually know what you're talking about or else you're coming in ignorant and, quite frankly,
0: you're mansplaining. You are, Well, they are mansplaining. Or they're, well, survive, rescue-splaining. Are they're savior-splaining. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, that's what the whole fucking industry is.
1: <sighs> fucking Christ. Yeah, let's grift it. <laughs> let's grift it. And then when people find out what we're really about, they'll be mad about it. But then, you know something else we could do? Because with that kind of funding... You really? Cause uh, a big thing is paying for space, right? Like, yeah. what did Mike Bloomberg do? We all knew that nigga was running because mm-hmm. he just paid to advertise the fuck out of shit. Right. Three million dollars. We can actually get sex workers talking and saying, "This is how this fucked up org fucking harmed me. This is mm-hmm. my true story." And we can just blast that. She wasn't pay like fucking thirty bucks to boost a Facebook post. Yeah. Oh. And there's 3 million? Yeah. Oh, man.
0: Yeah, the amount of money that, like, the amount of good that could be done with the amount of money that there is, but it just doesn't go to actually helping sex workers create, like, sustainable lives in or outside of sex work really
1: now imagine having that funding to boost that post and we already have a page with over a hundred thousand followers yeah so it's already gonna get hits because of that follower shit but then pay to boost it Mm -hmm. and have someone tell the truth and then let those orcs come back and try to talk shit um i'm involved now (laughs) yes i have a background in battle rap let's talk shit
0: I'm cool. good for talking shit. Yeah. I and I just think like that's the big thing, is that like sex workers, it's very difficult because sex workers aren't seen as having credibility because of... Uh, being in sex work because of like the, again the pervasive stereotypes like oh you, you must have started when you were like 14 because you got pimped out by you know your dad because everyone who's in sex work has like a really super abusive childhood and you know whatever or you're just like a drug addict because everyone who's in sex work is like a drug addict and you can't function without you know shooting up 20 times a day and it's like that's not there are sex workers who have really have had really traumatic childhoods there are sex workers who are drug users but like sex workers again are multifaceted people and are just not treated as such but there's so many narratives that it's you know
1: yeah well and that's because this particular brand of feminist is misogynistic and patriarchal as fuck yeah yeah like they're just they're they're feminist and they act they're femcels they they, fem they, cells. they fucking they talk they say the same they think like fucking incels they're just like, oh, you had the dirty, filthy sex. Well, you're a fucking disposable piece of shit now. Yeah. And that's why they want you in a sweatshop, because you're disposable.
0: I think my favorite uh, recent tweet about that was a guy saying he doesn't support uh, sex work because it's degrading to women, and then said uh, women who post their uh, like sex work uh, like stuff to Twitter are literal pollution. I was like... I- Wait, sex work is bad because it's degrading to women, but women who are in the sex work industry are actual fucking, like, literal garbage? (laughs) What? So, yeah, I mean, that actually kind of sums up the the aunties, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or let's just start calling them um, Joe Bidens, right? It's only three syllables. Joe Biden is not
0: strong enough of a term for how evil these people are. No,
1: and it sounds... It's such a clown name.
0: Yeah, because they are fucking sadistic. Like, it is a very calculated sadism. Like, it's... Yeah.
1: Yeah, these these people are fucked. But, yeah. And, yeah, we're we're, we're talking real low and then talking loud. We are really fucking up the decibels.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but, yeah, so now you can see, like, based off this type of stuff, why that uh, troll account I was reading about in the last episode where I'm like, I don't know if this is just, like, made-up shit or if this is actually real because this is actually how they fucking operate. So, like, I don't know.
1: (sighs) All right, well yeah. shit and damn, uh, this is Swapcast fuckerinos. Uh, yeah, and I guess it's, yeah, Swapcast is gonna go this direction. And if uh you want someone who's more rhetorically responsible than me for fiends Clue to bounce off of, maybe you might want to come and be the co-host. We like, uh, oh, we we don't have a very big budget. This shit's it's gonna be like we're paying. Fury, twenty-five bucks a week. We don't got that much money here. Damn, I guess I just exposed the numbers. But then again, that's what it's like when you're not ashamed of what you're doing. I can just be transparent and just say it. Yeah, like we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna pay twenty-five bucks a week to folks to uh for to come and do a a smart socialist feminist program. Yes. All right. Swapcast, Sex Workers Outreach Project, um, and WinecellarMedia.com.